This is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Hey guys. What's going on? Happy Wednesday. Cliffo has clearly gone through in a second wave of puberty. He asked yeah, why he amazing. sounds different. No, Nate filling in. Uh, I'm usually across the workday playing the hits you love from then to now. But I got to have that sting at 3.30 in the morning, Langers. and did. Help you out and I'm happy to. Did I you get up to. at 3.30 in the morning? Yes. I don't even get up that early. Yeah, I need an hour just to like come to and I have a no, shower and... I do. Do you snooze your alarm? No. So, okay, great, great, great. Yeah. Great, great. When I cover brekkie, I find I wake up several times in the night believing I have slept in and let the team down. So, no. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, sna- no snooze. You didn't even have to let the team down to uh, snooze today. You let us down because you let us know uh, about the time you rejected your angel of a girlfriend. Mm. Um, and the you could have, like, you could have messed it up, by the way, in that first yeah, instance. Yeah. Luckily, she came around 18 months later. But hear how Nate screwed it up with Kendall Mm -hmm. in the podcast. Love you, sweet. (laughs) This is your sexy fix at six. This is a sexy, yeah? No, sorry. I was going to say I'm new to this segment, so I'm going (laughs) to hang back and let you do your thing, Langers. I love that when we were talking in the pre-show meeting, you're like, I know there's a sick fix and a sexy fix. And honestly... This story might fall into the sick fix because oh. it's a bit of a cheating-related fix. Okay. Because, uh, you know, when you watch Love Actually, one of the most like poignant scenes yeah. is that one where Emma Thompson's character realises that her husband... Professor Snape, also known as... Um, <laughs> He's Professor Snape in every context. Even Love Actually when he cheats on his wife. When Snape cheats on his wife in Love Actually. It's just the worst yeah, moment. Yeah, you can feel it in the chest. Oh, God. And uh, unfortunately, it's a pretty common occurrence at this time of year. Uh, psychologists revealing that partners are most likely to cheat around Christmas. Oh, but dating experts have actually picked an exact date. Okay. That people are most likely to cheat on their partners at Christmas. It hasn't passed yet, unfortunately. So if your partner hasn't cheated on you yet, there's still time. <laughs> you have plenty of time to cheat, people. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Apparently, you're most likely to cheat on your partner nine days before Christmas, which is Friday the 16th of December. Of course, it's a Friday. Yes, they're calling it Frisky Friday. (laughs) Apparently, it's the day that a lot of like festive Christmas parties and nights out all happen before some office shutdowns. And so for the last two years, the Friday before Christmas or nine days before Christmas has been the day that people have cheated on their partner. I guess people are blowing off steam and they're yeah, keen I'm glad for the you said in- steam. I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta fight. Can you beat Bronte? I need to ask you some questions. Yeah, coming off a bit of a loss yesterday. Mm. So back at $50, still pretty good. To head into the, the Chrissy period, and we've got a, a worthy competitor, you reckon? Yes, Donna on 131060. Good morning, mates. Uh, I see producer Alicia has offered up the little fact that you play along with Hot Seat Millionaire. Is that correct? Ooh. That's correct. 
You're in trouble, Lang, as I feel. I don't know. I used to do a show that was uh, on air in the afternoon at the same time as Millionaire Hot Seat, and I used to, when oh. I was not interested in the show, just <laughs> watch Millionaire Hot Seat as well. So I feel like we're on equal par. But you think you're pretty good at trivia, Donna? Let's hope. Let's hope. Okay. Right. Should we get going? Let's get going. Let's good pop luck. you into the soundproof booth, Langers. All right, she's out of here. Officially in the cone of silence. Okay, so you know how this works, mate. We've got five questions, 30 seconds, and you can pass. We can come back to it if we have time. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, so time starts after I ask the first question. What is it called when an animal sleeps through winter? Hibernation. Which Hogwarts house has a badger on its crest? Gryffindor. Uh, What country does the dish uh, paella originate from? Mexico. Which mountain range? Which mountain range in South America is the source of the Amazon River? Himalayas. What is the name of the dwarf planet that got uh, demoted from planet in two thousand and six? Ooh, pass. Oh, time. <laughs> Sorry. No, I feel it. like I got a few wrong. No, no, you have to apologise. No. Stakes are high for you, not me. Uh, let's bring yeah. back Bronte from the uh, soundproof booth. Langers, welcome back. Hello. Back from my cage. So, same rules. Yep. Uh, five questions. Time starts when I finish the first question. Yeah, Question. Ready. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. What is it called when an animal sleeps through winter? Hibernation. Which Hogwarts house has a badger on its crest? Hufflepuff. Uh, what country does the dish paella originate from? Spain. Which mountain range in South America is the source of the Amazon River? Oh, the Andes. Andes. What is the name of the dwarf planet that got demoted from planet in 2006? Pluto. With six seconds yeah, to spare. Yeah, but many wrong answers, I feel. Look, we you don't know until we go to producer <sighs> Alicia. So I'm new. I've never had a chance to play this before. Okay. Do we throw to Alicia right now? Let's see how we yeah. both went. I'll run through the answers for you. So it is called hibernation when an animal sleeps through winter. Both of you got that one correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hogwarts house with a badger on its crest was Hufflepuff. Yes. Bronte got that correct. Donna said Gryffindor. So <laughs> you should see her face. I think I saw a vein in her neck. It didn't exist. Paella does originate from Spain. Bronte got that correct. Donna did say Mexico, but then she changed her answer to Spain. So. Ah. Uh, which mountain range in South America is the source of the Amazon River? It's the Andes. Bronte got that correct. Wow, what a step in the dark. And uh, Pluto was the planet that got devoted. So Bronte got another clean sweep. Fire out of five, baby! Over the moon. You should see her face. Over the Pluto, because that's who we're talking about. Sorry, Donna. That's okay. Mate, Good one, Bronte. Thank oh, you so much. Sweet. We love that, a bit of sportsmanship. Yeah, I won't do it too, but uh, I appreciate <laughs> it. You just got to see a different side of me when we played Can You Beat Bronte? Yeah. Um, and I had to be the competitor. But right now, I've got a little game for you. Seems that way. And it's called... These celebrities' names often get mispronounced. How do you actually say them? We 100% put work into that <laughs> before going live. <laughs> there is um, a actor who is best known for his roles in The Mummy and George of okay. the Jungle. See, without the precursor, I would have said, oh, Brendan Fraser. 
But right. I can feel the, no, you've been getting it wrong your whole life kind of thing. That's kind of it. So could you just say that now? I printed out um, some photos of some celebs that I will show Nate. Okay. And yep. you just tell me how you say their name. Sure. And I will tell you whether you are correct or incorrect and in how you actually, how these celebrities want you to say their name. So the first one, as you just previously said. Yeah, I'm stepping into the fire. So Brendan Fraser. What it, does he reckon? It is not Frasier. Okay. Incorrect. Apparently it's Fraser. Fraser. Which is a bit more Aussie. Brendan Fraser. You see, it's it's spelt the same way as the TV show, the spin-off from it's, Cheers it's with Kelsey not, Grammer. It's, it's not, not spelt the same way. No. Okay. There's it's, another point against Nate. <laughs> I'll shut up. <laughs> it's F-R-A-S-E-R. There is no I in there. Which is fair enough then. Okay. So there, it's not Fraser. It's just Fraser. Uh, he wants to know. So I'm just going to hold up. Uh, contestant number oh, two. Very good looking man, probably in his 30s. Uh, he was in Brokeback Mountain. Correct. Uh, I love that you're go to for this man. <laughs> <laughs> Had the posters. Uh, Jack, so I say Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, incorrect. Of course. I, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> He's Swedish, and so apparently it's meant to be, and I'm going to butcher this. Apologies to all the Swedes out there. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I feel like he's taking the piss with that one, but apparently that's correct. I feel like everyone can be forgiven for not yeah. getting that. That's, yeah, I think he's... Okay. The umlaut, a little, yeah. you know, dotted O. No. Yeah, it's not part of the English language, but yeah, all right, next one. Number three, she oh. is uh, a new star of a Christmas film and is trying to make Pilk happen. She was the main character in Mean Girls, am correct. I correct? Redhead, she was even part of the, uh, the panel for The Masked Singer. That's right. She loves Australia. I'm, again... Stepping into fire, sure. Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. You're putting too much emphasis on the ha huh, hand. Lohan. Lindsay Lohan is how <laughs> she wants to be known. This is so fun. So three from three. So there's the, a Phantom H there. Incorrect. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Phantom H. Okay. Also from Mean Girls, she can tell when it's raining. She's also been in Mamma Mia. Yeah, I I actually don't know her name for my radio career. To be across media and pop culture. You don't uh, know Amanda Seyfried? No. Which is also not how you meant to say her name. It's meant to be, apparently, Amanda Seyfried. So, okay. all you Mamma Mia people out there. Yeah. We're learning something. Okay, let's go to the... Uh, we just played her. You actually don't have any of these right. So, no. if you get this, I'll give you one point. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we played her song one okay. last time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, your eyes now, lit, lit up. Now, when you play the hits you love from then to now across okay. the workday, yeah, right. you, you brush against a bit of background knowledge on our artists. Yeah. So, we just played her uh, one more time. Uh. Now, I know her stage name is Ariana Grande. Yeah. Her real name, though, is Grandy. Correct. Ahoy. So, here, I'm going to give myself a little round of applause oh, okay. where we at. <laughs> yeah, boy. I'm going to lean into that win. Correct. Ariana, uh, Ariana Grandy. Which sounds so bogan, Does doesn't it? it? Grandy. Also, she couldn't get all those, like, claims from Starbucks. Surely she's got a, a grande <laughs> thing in there. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks is back tomorrow from 8 o'clock. $1,000 of Christmas cash. Uh, Nate filling in for Cliffo. He's away for the rest of the week. Just... Hanging around some family, they've sadly had a mm. passing, but uh, I am happy to step in and 
Provide some Christmas joy, Langers. Am I saying this right, Alf? Uh, well, I'm going to get mad at you because you said Alphabucks <laughs> and it's not Alphabucks at Elf. the moment. It's Elphabucks. Alphabucks. It's got a Christmassy spin uh. and there's a few Christmas-related questions in there. There's only two days left that we're playing Alphabucks. I would really like to give this away yeah. in the next two days. So make sure you listen uh, for your chance to play. And here's a clue to get you there. One answer and it also gives you the letter for tomorrow. Okay. Carols. Okay. Your answer is carols. So I'm guessing the letter will be C. I think that's a pretty <laughs> if, safe assumption. If we can spell. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a silent letter somewhere in there, then yeah. the last 29 years of my life have been a lie. It's no ghetto fabulous, like spell it with a K and a Z thing. <laughs> no. Carols. C for carols. <laughs> Catch you tomorrow. You're uh, in the doghouse a little bit, though, mate, with yeah. all of the ladies. Yes. Here so, at work. yeah. I, no, no, I'm, I haven't reconciled this within myself. So, I need help on 131060. Quick backstory. Please. Now, now, I met my lovely partner, Kendall, uh, in WA. She used to work for the company, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Ooh, we had a workplace romance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes or no? <laughs> Bugger it. Dirty laundry out. I'm yeah, that guy in your space. office. <laughs> so we met in WA. Uh, she used to work for the company. We had an event one night. It was like a an awards night. Yeah. So there was that, then the after party. Very formal affair. I DJed the after party. It was good fun. He's a DJ, ladies. Yeah. Oh, Rat meow. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I may be single after this talk break, so <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Uh, throughout the night, we kind of, you know, we didn't know each other. We kept making eyes. Okay. And at the end, so people are, you know, very happy, very tipsy. Yep, yep. Leaving, I'm like packing up all the DJ stuff. So kilos heavy gear, speakers, yep. road cases. Yep. She hung back, sipping on her cocktail and asked, hey, do you want some help? Cute. And yeah, lovely. I'm like, oh, beautiful. Lines of communication are open. Here we go. And I was like, oh, again, formal event. She's in a nice dress and heels. This is my side of the fence. Okay. Had you, wait. You had been making eyes at each other during the event. V- very brief glances. Yeah. What about like as you had worked together over the year or whatever? Oh, there was a little something, something, a bubbling, little something, something. A little tension. But you know? this was the most that you guys had spent together. You were at a yeah. party, drinks yeah. were flowing. Yeah. And she came up and asked you, "Can I help you pack can I, up? Can I help you?" So okay. we're a little bit yin and yang in this moment. All I'm right. sweating, shirts untucked, sleeves are rolled up. I'm yep. doing manual labour. I don't want to make her do free manual labor in her nice heels and dress. Oh so she says, hey, do you want some help? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do the chivalrous gentleman thing and say, no, it's okay. At this point, she stormed off and we didn't hook up for a good 18 months <laughs> after this. Up. You so, didn't get together? No. For another 18 months? No. So, so you- I'm th- what did I do wrong? Because I wanted to talk to her. Yeah. And apparently not getting her to do you know, heavy lifting was a rejection. And I'm like, no, I just was trying to be polite. I still wanted to talk to you. Didn't have to leave. I ran out. I couldn't find her. Well, because she was offering you that chance to start up this conversation when she came up to you in her dress and heels, an outfit you would not normally want to wear if you were cartoning around heavy things, and asked if she could help. 
How did you not know that that was a signal? I, I, I didn't realise it was going to, you know, dead stop there, the chat. She just left. She, she was offended. She would have been embarrassed, of course. Oh. If I had put myself out there with someone and, like, gone up to the DJ and said, can I help you? <laughs> and they said no, I would be like, oh, no, screw this guy. Okay. I'm out. You could have had 18 extra months with Kendall. I thought I was being nice. I still wanted to talk to her, but she left. Wow. Okay. So maybe it's a... Maybe it's a gender thing. Maybe like the Possibly. guys yeah. think that you were in the right here. Do you think, what do you want, people? What do you want? I want at least one of two things. <laughs> I want to be told that I'm right and I should stop, you know, carrying this cross. Uh, or I want your stories with a similar situation oh. that kind of backs me up. Fellas, I know it's school holidays. Oh. And if you're sleeping in, 13, 10, 60, help a brother out, please. <laughs> Miss the signal or did, like, have you ever missed the signal or like, Am I wrong? You are wrong. Yeah. You don't need Queensland to tell you that. I'll tell you that. All right. That's a wrap. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Morning. No, 13, 10, 60. Let's hear from you. Please chime in. I need some help or yep. your stories. Mm-hmm. Janae, uh, help me out. Uh, was I wrong? What's the go? What do you think I did wrong when it came to meeting my girlfriend, Kendall? No, I don't think that you were wrong at all. I think that was very polite. That was the right thing to say. She was in a dress and heels. But don't... Uh, Producer Alicia, (laughs) have we got any spare prizes in the cupboard, please? Don't you think that he could have said no, but also just like, is there anything else he could have done? Or you reckon he that was on Kendall for storming off? Oh, look, I mean, he was probably extremely nervous, so a redirection might yes. have not been a thought at the time, but yes. I, still, I still believe it was the right, the right call. Oh, All right. And it's, it's from uh, a lady as well. Outstanding. Oh, one in your camp. Let's see. Thank you so much. Uh, 13, 10, 60. James, what's your thought? Was I right or wrong? I mean, unfortunately, you were wrong. Oh. Good job, James. But- I, I, def- I definitely see where you're coming from as a man of, you know, offering to obviously be, you know, the, the strong person and lift everything. But yeah. I would say next time, definitely accept the help because no female likes to be rejected. Okay. But then just say that you'll lift everything. So if she tries to lift something, like, no, no, I'll do that for you. And then you can continue your conversation and chat. Oh, A bit of advice really from the agony uncle. Thank I like you. it. I like that he says next time, by the way. I hope. That- yeah, I'm, I'm planning to marry this girl, legend. Uh, Matt on 131060, your thoughts here. Did I mess up by being polite to my girlfriend, not making her do manual labor? Oh, mate, you had me banging my head against the steering wheel. <laughs> What a mixed bag we're getting on 131060. All right, go ahead before I cut okay. you off and hang up. <laughs> so, look, it's a, you, you kind of cut off all lines of communication mm. and it was as simple as saying, I'd love the company. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, Matt. Damn it. Yes, exactly. You, you, you were right in not wanting her to do the manual labor, but cutting off the conversation then and there is where you went wrong. She didn't give me a chance. She oh, stormed off my. and made me wait 18 months. Because she was rejected, mate. We're <laughs> fragile little ladies. It depends on tone, too. Yeah. You've you just gone like, oh, no, I'm all right. Exactly. All right. Matt. All right. I love Matt. That. Miss Star was not even there. <laughs> Matt knows you. He's like, yeah, your tone would have been bad. I like to think we're both pretty like respectable young adults out there in the world. You've never been kicked out of a bar or anything, have you, Nate? No, I'm. I'm very. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm You're boring. a good boy. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like we've lived in a lot of different places in Australia. I've never lived in somewhere as. Um, 
tiny as this town in Queensland. It's called Yarraka. Uh, there's between 10 and 20 people that live there. And so I imagine word gets around fast in Yarraka. And two people have made quite a name for themselves in this town because they have been kicked out of the only bar in town. You'll you'll feel that. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll know about it. And, uh, were banished basically from the town. (laughs) They're back with a vengeance though. It's Kevin and Carol, the local emus. <laughs> so these are two emus that have been famous in this town since they hatched around four years ago. When they were two, they uh, started to absolutely terrorise this local pub and, like, take people's drinks, take people's food, and now they had to be banished in 2020, haven't been seen for many, many years, and they're back. They've returned to the town, so the town population's gone up by two, 22 people, and they're back stealing people's things and they're having to get kicked out of the pub again. What a shame. Like, you know, what a fall from grace at a tender age of two, <laughs> falling with the wrong crowd. I know. It's the br- it's brother and sister, though, so, uh, I mean, clearly. I Look, listen to our playlist, especially on R&B Fridays, <laughs> because this is what TRC was talking about, about <laughs> don't go chasing waterfalls, Yeah. <laughs> We've seen a lot of uh, new couples emerge from Hollywood, Nate, including mm. Gigi Hadid and Leonardo DiCaprio. There's rumours that Emily Ratajkowski and Pete Davidson are dating. Wow. But there is a new couple who I think, if it is true, are going to take over the music industry. And I don't know who I'm more jealous of in this situation. Uh, I'm going to break some hearts right now and reveal the first person is the love of your life. Yep. She makes my knees buckle, Langers. <laughs> when I said there's a rumour uh, that apparently Dua Lipa's dating, you went, oh! Yep. Uh, and the person who I I adore, uh-huh. Mr. Jack Harlow. Yes. Both very much on our hit playlist. Oh. Uh, I don't know if I feel good or bad because he's cool, but I'm like, don't go near door. Yeah, I, I'm in a happy relationship, but don't go near her. She is just. She was on tour recently in Australia, and yeah. some of the videos I saw on TikTok and things made her made me question things about <laughs> the last 29 years of my life. Yeah, apparently they have been hanging out after meeting at an event earlier in November. Right, and uh, we might be seeing a few collaborations from them in the future. Yeah. Yeah, excuse the pun and the euphemism there, I think. (laughs) But there is somebody else who is uh, making news this morning, shaking off their legal woes, which is a bit of a pun because it involves her song, Shake It Off. Bit of Tay-Tay T-Swivel Suzuki Swift. She has been in a copyright lawsuit involving that song uh, and it was actually about to go to trial in a couple of weeks, but according to court documents obtained by E! News, attorneys for both Taylor Swift and the songwriters behind the suit have just uh, joined, jointly filed uh, a dismissal. So it's gone completely. What they were suing her for was the uh, lyrics within that song when she talks about players and oh, haters. Yes. Like, players going to play, haters going to hate. Yeah. And apparently that is referenced in the song Players Gonna Play from 2000 and, 
uh, from 3LW. Oh, tune, by you the way. You uh, know, we play it never. And so uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have been uh, in the process of this lawsuit since 2017, like I said, about to go to court in a couple of weeks, but it has been completely dismissed. So Taylor Swift doesn't have any more legal issues to deal with this Christmas. That's nice. Probably timely as well to deal with that as she like re-records all of her albums. I think right. 1989 that has Shake It Off. That's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. I think it's, that's next on the bill for her. Well, so I've heard it's um, Speak Now. Ah. Yeah, but we can get into this off air. Are you a big t- t- Taylor Swift fan? I, I, you work at the Hit Network, I'm known so. to play her <laughs> 12 times every half hour. I've heard her stuff before. Are uh, familiar with it? Little Nas X, Star Walking on Hit Breakfast, 6.43. Uh, hit Breakfast. I mentioned Hit Breakfast, didn't I? Yeah, but say it again. Hit Breakfast. Yeah. With Cliffo and Bronte. Did I mention this Hit Brecky? <laughs> that was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.